0: This is my best day ever golfing.
1: Darling, you've never, ever golfed better.
0: Today is the day that I've golfed the best.
1: It is like a miracle.
0: Today, every shot which I golfed was a hole in one.
1: Except for that one shot.
0: Yes, except that one shot. But even that golf shot, troublesome though it was, landed a mere two inches away from that little hole which we golfers so long to fill.
1: We should celebrate!
0: Yes. Right now. Cheers!
1: Oh, Gary. I love the general design of this restaurant we're in.
0: You're always saying that.
1: This time it's true. I love the general design of this restaurant because you can see the moon and stars through the dining room's glass ceiling.
0: I love to look at the moon. ...and the stars.
1: I love to look at you, looking at the moon and the stars. The moon and
0: the stars shine brighter in your eyes. I like to look at the moon and the stars because they remind me of the outside... ...where golf is played.
1: Then let us go outside. Right now? Why not? I would love to go to that place which is so beloved by my beloved.
0: Well, dear. I have to pay the restaurant bill first. (laughs) Oh dear, I'm getting a bit ahead of myself, aren't (laughs) I? I should say so! What's wrong with me? Well, maybe you're insane. Maybe I should have you locked away. And now we're outside.
1: That's for sure. And is there anything more lovely than a moonlit stroll with one's love?
0: A perfect game of golf.
1: Well, dear, you've already had that.
0: Nearly. Oh, stop. I will stop. Stop short of perfection. Just as I did earlier today, when my golf shot landed two inches away from that little hole.
1: Oh, honey, forget about it.
0: If I ever do, it will be because that one golf shot poked a little hole in an otherwise unforgettable day. Oh. A nearly perfect day. No! And now, thinking about it, I'd say anything which is nearly perfect finds more in common with disaster than perfection.
1: Well then, I'd say this evening has become nearly perfect. I'd say you had ought to salvage what's left of it by returning to your beautiful home with your exceedingly beautiful wife who herself finds much more in common with perfection than disaster. If she does say so herself.
0: You're always saying
1: that. Oh, posh. Posh! I'm allowed to give myself a compliment every now and again. Someone has to.
0: (coughs) Let me... let me turn the lights on.
1: Oh, no! In fluorescent
0: light, I'd rather see a ghost than some empty silhouette. Oh,
1: then open the window so the moonlight gets in and be quick about it, or you'll get neither.
0: Pardon? You'll get neither the neither. Uh, ghost nor the empty silhouette. Right, right. Excuse me. I lost your turn of phrase.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Oh, uh, no. What? That's the wrong hole. Uh, Well, what's wrong with you now? Uh,
0: I don't feel a fit. It isn't your birthday. I'm changing
1: Gary.
0: Hello there. How you been, huh? How's your weekend?
1: Not as wild as yours, Gary. Not from what I've been hearing.
0: Excuse me?
1: Oh, you're beyond excused. You're a golfed on monster as far as I'm concerned. You golfed a nearly perfect game.
0: Right! (laughs) Right. That's right.
1: Ha-ha! Slipped your mind already, has it? Man, I'd be riding high all week if I golfed a nearly perfect game. Unless, of course, its memory had been eclipsed by a tragedy equal in scale.
0: Well,
1: Some immutable tragedy, the magnitude of which dwarfed the memory of my nearly perfect game. What was your name again? Oh, Gary. I'm Jerry. Don't tell me you forgot that too.
0: (laughs) You know, I have a saying, Jerry. Nearly perfect finds more in common with failure than perfection.
1: Oh, Gary, you're a golf damn son of a bitch. I'll be off then.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, all right.
1: Hello, and welcome to the golf course. We have a terrible announcement. Uh, A woman has died. She's been killed by a werewolf. If there is love in your life, guard it jealously. Today we are reminded of the fragility of all precious things. Ain't that
0: horrible, Gary? Unimaginably, Jerry.
1: Fucking
0: werewolves, Gary. Quite.
1: Listen, Gary. Would you want to sneak off and grab a drink?
0: Oh. Uh, I... I... know you
1: just got here. It's just... I'm a cop, Gary. I don't know if I mentioned that in our other correspondences, which you seem not to remember. You didn't. I actually responded to the Dub Dub call this morning. Dub Dub call's a werewolf call, Gary. The dub stands for W. Now, that's police talk, but I want to talk man to man. Is that okay, Gary?
0: Okay. What do you want to talk about?
1: Well, I can't exactly talk man-to-man without a drink now, can I?
0: I don't know. That's a little sad if you can't.
1: Not as sad as the shit I saw that dub-dub do this morning.
0: I can't even imagine.
1: Sure you can't. Sad ain't even the word. Most fucked-up thing I've seen in my life
0: puts it more to a point. Well, please, I'll take your word.
1: I mean, pardon my French,
0: Gary, but my God what
1: that fucking animal did to her womb.
0: Sweet Christ.
1: Oh, he wasn't there, Gary. And he's lucky, frankly. I'm sure he had an easier time on the cross. I mean, this womb, Gary. It was in so many pieces, I actually said, hey, did this lady have two wombs? I actually said that. Stop. I mean, sure, I thought it was strange. I never heard of a woman having two wombs, but I never heard of a werewolf neither, Sir, so.
0: Officer. Jerry. The womb to which you are referring to, belonged to my wife. What? Yes.
1: No. Oh my goddamn God, I am so sorry. Quite. Gary, I am literally embarrassed right now. I gotta make this up to you. Say, let me buy you a drink.
0: No, that, Gary, that's... Gary,
1: that's a golf damn cop order. I'll arrest you if I fucking have to, but I'm handcuffing you to a goddamn Heineken. Now, please.
0: Oh, sweet Christ. Cheers! Cheers. (laughs) Oh, Jerry. This has really been more fun than I expected.
1: You're telling me, Gary. I mean, I've seen you around the golf course, and I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but I always thought you had a stick up your ass the size of a golf dog 9-iron. <laughs>
0: oh, Jerry, it's a 10-iron, or 12. I had up to 12 irons up my ass until you came along and flushed it out with the aid of Heineken. You
1: flushed it out with Heineken? Jerry,
0: you are a golf damn card. No, you, you are the card, Jerry. My favorite card in the deck. A king, a king card. No, no, that's you to the letter. No, 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 you are the letter, Jerry, you. And the letter is a military citation. You received this letter for crimes against humanity, which you committed while using a river of Heineken to execute an inundation on the stick of my ass.
1: Hell yeah!
0: (laughs) A merciless inundation (laughs) such as the world has not seen since... Hitler's forces flooded the Ringemir. Hmm Damn straight! Ah, Veringemir. Have you golfed it, Jerry?
1: Can't say I have.
0: Well, I shall have to take you sometime. They won't know what hit him. Like after Hitler's forces executed a malicious inundation of Veringemir. Yay, yeah,
1: yay! Yeah, yeah.
0: Scratch that, scratch that. They will. They will know it hit him. Because this time, I'm going to send a formal warning to every bar in the ring in You all best keep that Heineken on tap, because Gary and Jerry are coming. And if you think we're going to let your little national trauma stand in the way of our consumption of middle-quality German lager... You got another thing coming.
1: Well, Gary, you make it sound like a real swell place. But I tell you this. Right now, I don't want to be anywhere in the world except this
0: restaurant. Yeah, here. Yeah.
1: I mean, I am loving its general design. What was? The general design of this restaurant, you know? I like it. The glass ceilings and shit.
0: Yes. Yes, allows you to see the stars.
1: And the moon.
0: Of course. It reminds us one of, uh, of, of the outside.
1: outside. Rochambeau! Now there's some German I know. Quite. Speaking of the outside, Gary. Let's say we take this party on the road. How do you mean? We ought to head back to your place. I think I left my glasses there earlier when it was a murder scene.
0: Well, uh, I'd happily uh, mail them to you.
1: Nonsense! You owe me another drink anyhow. Don't you know what Rochambeau means?
0: He was a French general in Yorktown, uh, if memory serves.
1: Oh, we got a historian on our hands. Well, if memory serves, there's a golf dawn American werewolf in Belle Chase who knows where you live. You don't want to be going home alone anyhow.
0: Yes, well... Unless,
1: of course, you feel like you got no reason to be scared of a werewolf.
0: Where's my head, Jerry? <laughs> I completely forgot about the dub-dub.
1: Your head is enunciated in fucking Hanukkah's where it is.
0: Jerry... When you're right, you are stupefyingly right. There is simply no reason which I can think of why we shouldn't go home together.
1: Well, I can think of one, Gary. Sorry? You forgot to pay the golf-down restaurant bill.
0: Huh? What on earth is wrong with me? <laughs> Gary, you
1: are a golf don car.
0: Here we are, home.
1: Where the heart is, or was I guess. (laughs) Oh god, what a stupid thing to say.
0: Fine, you're only turning a phrase.
1: Nah, look at me, standing here, egg all on my face. And you, standing there, trapped. Trapped? Trapped in this big house where that horrible slaying was done on your wife.
0: Ah, quite.
1: I mean, the first night's got to be the hardest. You got to be seeing ghosts everywhere you look.
0: Well, yes, well, what can you do? No more than you're doing,
1: Gare. And I got to say, you're doing a lot. Thanks. Thank nothing. I mean, me, if I left home for the golf course one morning to find that the golf dog love of my life had been ripped to rags, not ten minutes later, I'd be fucking despondent. But look at you, standing there, drinking your drink, just happy as a clam. Happy as a dirty dog, more like. <laughs> oh, sorry, tone of phrase.
0: Yes. Well, what, what can, you, can do? you do?
1: Rochambeau! Now that's two drinks, Yomi Gary. Come on, let's see if we can't wash that stick back out of your ass.
0: <sighs> now you're talking. Let me check the fridge. I'm not sure that we keep beer.
1: Whatever you got's fine. I don't want to put you out. So it was the morning then. What was? The dub-dub attack. You said it happened after you left in the morning.
0: Huh. I believe you said that, Jerry.
1: Right, right. But then you confirmed it.
0: Say, did you find your glasses? Huh? Oh, you know what? I must have left them at the club. Huh! Ah! And that was before the Heinekens. What's your excuse?
1: You got me. Hey, speaking of excuses, what did you tell your old lady to let you out on the golf course on a Monday morning?
0: I don't follow.
1: My ball and chain would put a chain on my balls if I tried to hit the course before breakfast.
0: Weren't you there when I arrived? Ooh, got
1: me again. Of course, that was for work and pleasure, but go on. I'm just trying to establish a timeline here. Oh, right. Open case and
0: all. Of course. I mean, I'm sorry I, I don't remember.
1: It's understandable. I mean, you must be traumatized. Something like that happens first thing in the morning.
0: I don't... Uh... It had to
1: be early in the morning. I mean, the damn blood spatter analyst swore up and down that it happened late last night. I figure that's impossible. You couldn't have witnessed your wife get brutally slain in the night and then stepped out for nine holes that morning. I mean, could you? Right. Could you?
0: Obviously not.
1: Obviously not! I mean, you'd have to be a golf down monster. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> yes. Well, true, if true.
1: So what's your girlfriend's name?
0: Excuse me?
1: I just figured. Blood spatter says your wife died last night. You're being dodgy about where you were this morning. Odds are you met up with a girlfriend last night.
0: I'm not being dodgy.
1: Dodgy fucker says what? Listen, there's no judgment. Girlfriend, boyfriend, it's all the same to Jerry. I mean, you had to be somewhere, and it's not like you were in the room when your wife got murdered. No. And you couldn't have found her this morning and gone on to play nine holes at the golf course.
0: Of course not.
1: (laughs) Right, right. So what's your girlfriend's name?
0: Should I have a lawyer present?
1: That depends. When two fellas are talking man-to-man over some Heinekens, does one of them typically hire a lawyer?
0: And are we just talking over some Heinekens?
1: I sure hope so.
0: Good. Then let's talk about something else.
1: Your house, your rules.
0: And I see no reason that I should be questioned in my own home unless I were a suspect.
1: Certainly not. Our guy's a little hairier than yourself.
0: Exactly.
1: We're talking golf and girlfriends. Call a lawyer if you want. Especially if you know a lawyer who likes to get fucked up!
0: Nah. It's fine, Jerry. It's just Moving right
1: along. (laughs) You got a wine opener?
0: In the drawer.
1: You got a record player around here? I can't drink without music. I can't talk man-to-man without a drink.
0: Side table. Next to the drawer. But it's all...
1: (sighs) Damn, Gary! This is all old shit. I thought I liked the old shit with my iPod rocking out to CCR. But this shit, I mean, what is this? Wagner. You like the classical shit, huh? Sure. Not me. Maybe when I'm your
0: age. But now, puts me to sleep. That's just it. Calms me down.
1: What are you telling me, Gary? You got a temper needs calming down.
0: Not when I listen to classical music.
1: Well, I'll turn this shit up then. I see that for you, Gary. You're a real man out of time. Say, do you want to talk about history? (gasps) Do you? That sound funny to you?
0: No, no.
1: Bet you figure I'm too buff to be a history buff.
0: No, certainly not that.
1: I'm just poking fun. I know I'm not such a historic person as yourself. And I don't say that to poke fun at your old age. Everyone's got a birthday. I just mean you seem like a real, learned person. I can tell just talking to you. You're a historian. Guilty. Boom! That's what I like to hear. Me? I'm not a historian, just a buff. I like who built it, men who made America, all that shit on the History Channel. But you fucking went to school for it. What they teach you at that school, Gary? I guess the easier question might be, what didn't they teach you?
0: I don't know how to answer either question.
1: I bet you know all kinds of crazy shit about World War II.
0: Safe bet. It is the most documented war of all time.
1: Yeah, pretty much all my history knowledge is about World War II. Fucking fascinates me. My daddy fought in that conflict, you see. He's about your age. Still bet you know more about it than him.
0: Uh, I wouldn't make it a contest.
1: Why not? You'd win. I bet you know all about how Hitler knew all about the occult.
0: I've heard that, yes.
1: Yep, sick puppy he was. And he raised sick puppies, too. Did you know that, Gary? Did he? Don't give me that crap. You know Hitler raised sick puppies.
0: That's well known. He was fond of animals, if that's what you mean. Come
1: on. You know that's not what I mean. I bet you know all about the dog
0: soldiers. Dog soldiers? Whoa!
1: Hitler's
0: dog soldiers.
1: I bet somewhere in here you got a big book all about them.
0: I can't say that I do.
1: No kidding. Then I scooped you. You don't know about the dog soldiers?
0: Taking the name at face value, I assume there's some rumor about him developing soldiers who are... Hot dog!
1: Bingo! There you go, I knew you knew!
0: I suppose that's starting to ring a bell?
1: Sure it is! Ring that bell, boy! You know about the dog soldiers. You heard about the experiments. I mean, it sort of makes sense from a maniac's point of view. Mind of a man, strength of a wolf, loyalty of a dog. That sounds like a perfect soldier to me.
0: Sure, if he doesn't die on the operating table.
1: Right? And that's one big if. But I bet old Adolf got pretty close before the end. And I bet I'd win that bet.
0: I'll take your word for it. If I'm being honest, Dog soldiers are a bit outside my purview.
1: Oh, that's another big if. You can't tell me you ain't interested in the dog soldiers. It was boys your age he was sewing on. Y'all were the greatest damn generation, and that occult-loving son of a bitch tried to turn you half to hellhounds. I mean, you gotta want to know about that, Gary. Don't you want to know why he did it and where he did it? I do. Course, I've only heard the rumors. Netherlands, the one I keep hearing. Little municipality in the north of Holland. Oh, shit. What was it called? Veering Beer. Steering Clear. All them Dutch towns sound the same to me, but it don't matter now. Damn Nazis drowned the whole town out after the war. Must have had something up there they didn't want to get out. A merciless inundation, it was called. Nothing could have survived that. Nothing human, anyway.
0: You know, Jerry, the weight of the day is starting to set in on me. I think you'd better go.
1: Of course you're right.
0: I've really had a spectacular time.
1: Varyngmimir! Never heard
0: of What are you getting at, Jerry?
1: You know what I heard about Veringamir? Great golf. But you're right. I ought to get out of your hair. Gotta get back to the station anyhow. Tell that good for nothing blood spatter analyst he was wrong. Dub dub came in the morning after you left. All there is to it.
0: If you say so.
1: I mean, that's what you're saying. If you were here last night and the attack hadn't happened by the time you left in the morning, it happened after you left.
0: I I guess.
1: I'd call that one educated guess, because you're the only one who knows.
0: It's all a blur, you know. But it could have only been the morning. I guess I guess it was the morning. But
1: that's the thing I got caught in my craw, Gary. That's what I can't make heads or tails of. Pardon the phrase. What's that? Don't a werewolf meet the moon?
0: You think you're real smart, don't you?
1: You don't gotta be smart to know a dub dub needs the moon, every idiot knows that. I
0: don't know how I could possibly speculate as to the needs of a werewolf.
1: Ain't speculation, I assume a historian would know that every werewolf in history needed the damn full moon for to become a werewolf. Jerry. Of course I know what happens when you assume.
0: Out of respect for the evening we just spent together. I'm giving you one chance to drop this line of questioning.
1: So let say I drop the act and stop making an ass of you and me. I'm going to tell you what I already know, Gary.
0: What do you know, Jerry?
1: I know where I found your wife's head.
0: Where did you find my wife's head?
1: About two feet from where we met this morning. Blood spatter said blunt force trauma. Blood spatter's always right, Gary. Now that's police talk, but what I'm saying to you is the dub-dub what decapitated that woman. Knocked her head clean off and out of that there window where the moonlight is drafting in so beautifully. Pity it ain't a full moon like yesterday. Her head must have looked pretty as a picture when it flew past it, soaring through the air at a 180 degree vertical, and then Touching down near the 18th hole at the Bell Chase Golf Safari. It bounced once to the right, rolled for about 10 seconds, and then stopped two inches from the little hole we golfers so long to fill. Now, I'm gonna tell you what we both know. That's a nearly perfect shot. And it could only got golfed by one damn gifted Werewolf golfer. Jerry. Yes, Gary.
0: May I tell you something which you do not know? Shoot. I do not require the moon. What? I do not require the moon. <coughs>
1: to the golf course I have a terrible announcement to make my husband is dead hmm. my husband officer John Jerry of the police is dead a tremendous werewolf fucked his ass up and how I love that ass how I wish that I had taken my own advice and held that ass close Now I am left with only wishes. This wish is for you. Yes, you. It is my deepest and most ardent wish that the next time you find yourself at the golf course, in the middle of taking an incredible golf shot, you pause and reflect on my tale of love and loss and werewolves. I wish for you to think of Officer Jerry and allow your heart to be filled with love for him and all police. Every police officer in every country, everywhere. That's what this story is about. Loving the police as much as you love golf. And if you're golfing right now, and I hope that you are, and you see a police officer, and I hope that you do, it is my wish that you tell him this story. Tell it like it was your own, because it is. And tell him that you love the police. Happy Halloween.